Welcome to Election Coverage 2020. Donald J. Trump. We will make America great again. Joseph R. Biden. We can build back better. And I'm looking forward to getting started as soon as we can. It's Election Day 2020. You decide. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Matt and Chan Show Election Edition 2020, the biggest election since 1860, as many have been saying. We have Lauren, we have Tucker from Missouri, we have J-Dubs from Arizona, Minnesota. I want to go around, give everybody an opportunity to talk about a little bit about themselves, why they're here, and why they're excited about the election. Um, Lauren, we can start with you. Okay. Hi, I'm Lauren Rutherford. I'm from San Diego. I go to school over in Missouri State. I'm a Turning Point USA president on our campus. Uh, I'm super excited about this election. I think the stakes have never been more high. I think we all are kind of on the same page there. Um, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm excited. I think it's going to be it's going to be a big day. So I'm ready. All righty, Tucker, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, like I said, my name is Tucker Biddick. I'm uh, also good at Missouri State University, and I'm actually the treasurer of the Turning Point uh, USA chapter that Laura is president of. And, you know, this election, it's, it's been hyped up a lot, but I have a feeling that it's going to be, someone's going to walk away with it. I don't think it's going to be a very close election this year, um, unlike 2016. So. All right. And then J-Dubs. Well, um, like Matt said, my name's J-Dub. Uh, but, you know, I have a full name. It's J-W Jace William Windsor, <laughs> so that's why we just go by short with J-Dub. Uh, I go to school at St. John's University. And um, I'm a poli-sci major. I really love this stuff. So that's why I'm here. And I've, I'm excited for this election. It's like a Super Bowl. We got to celebrate it like it is because this is a great part of our country's, you know, it's what we do. It, you know, we have great elections and we have fun with it. So. Yep. I'm yeah. super excited. I think we've all been waiting probably, especially the last six months. It seems like everything's been heated up. You guys are with Turning Point USA. I am as well. We are not representing Turning Point USA in this show as well. just want to put that out there. Um, all of our views are <laughs> our own. Yeah, we got we to gotta make sure the disclaimer's out there. Um, so yeah, so our first round, um, we're going to go around quickly, kind of keep it 30 to 60 seconds. Who you think is going to win, and maybe maybe if you have a preference, um, or you can say, "Hey, I'm still a little uh, unsure about it." Um, but yeah, no, I want to kind of hear where everybody's at. Um, J Dubs, let's start with you and go backwards this time. So I think Trump's going to win this, and a lot of that is because I a lot of the early voting data in some of the battleground states, and that also Trump's been able to close the margin of, of error between uh, the battleground states and Biden. I think Biden's actually worse off than Hillary was in battleground states. So, um, you know, this election is, it's a nail biter, but uh, we'll see, you know, we're a few hours away. So we'll see. All righty. Folks out in Missouri, either or can, if anybody wants to hop on it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. I mean, I, some days I feel like there's no way Trump can lose. Some days I feel like there's no way Trump can win. I'm really hoping that he pulls through, but um my one prediction, I guess, because I, I can't decide who I think is going to win. I have no idea who's going to win. But my one prediction is that I don't think we're going to know who wins tonight. I think whoever comes out ahead, I think the other candidate is going to throw up a fight. I think there's going to be litigation for months, probably something within like 2000. I'm like preparing for the worst. Wow. I think there's going to be riots. I'm, you know, there's, I don't know, there's a mentality going around 
um, and one of our chapter members, Brett, was talking about this the other night, and it really stuck with me. There's this mentality going around of like, vote like your life depends on it. And, you know, act, you know, there's like women posting videos of themselves crying in the bathtub when ACB was put on the Supreme Court. People are acting like their life depends on this election. And like I said before, at the beginning of the show, like the stakes are high. I agree with that. Um, but your life does not depend on this election. But I think that's kind of where the country's at right now. So I think no matter what happens tonight or in the months ahead, I think we're looking at the, the, the riots that we saw this summer. I think that that's a glimpse of what we're about to see. That's my sad, depressing what, prediction. <laughs> what are you feeling out in Missouri right now? I know it tends to lean a little bit more red, but do you think even even leaning red that there might be some action tonight, no matter who wins? I know they've been talking about, a lot about rioting, a lot about looting about going across the country. I was listening to stuff this morning. There already there's already people starting. <laughs> so, um, how what's what's the what's yeah, the climate Missouri, in Missouri? Missouri is definitely a red state. There's not a whole lot of question about that. So I think Missouri will go red. I think in our gubernatorial race, I think Mike Parson, the candidate, the Republican incumbent, is going to win. Um, but there are pockets, uh, like Springfield for one, Kansas City for another, St. Louis, um, that tend to go more blue. So I don't know what the cities will look like tonight. I know that there's, um, one really important piece of legislation that's being voted on today in Missouri, Amendment 3, um, that a lot of conservatives are pushing to vote yes for, but I know that, um, a lot of outside influence has circulated around this specific amendment. So, like Planned Parenthood's backing it, George Soros is backing it. I even saw an ad on Facebook the other day of like Jennifer Lawrence talking to people to vote no on Amendment 3. I'm like, do you live here? <laughs> like, so I know that there's a lot of um, outside influence coming in, focusing on that amendment specifically. So I think that I, there's, there's, we got to watch it tonight. I think for sure there's a couple things um, up in the air, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and I think Joe Biden was, uh, I think, in Pittsburgh this morning with Lady Gaga. So he's still trying to get out and get some votes on the campaign yeah. trail. So those big names. And then I think Trump last night, last night, I think Lil Pump was at the rally in Michigan. He called mm -hmm. him Lil Pimp, though. So <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> so it's like classic, oh, classic. I know we were talking about this last night doing some show prep. I know J-Dubs was saying, man, he goes, man, Trump, he'll say some things that sound like they're so awesome. And then sometimes they'll just step on a rake and <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So Tucker, how are you feeling about the election? Um, you got any thoughts? It's, you sounded earlier that you were like, I think it's going to be decided a little bit more, more tonight. Do you think that's going to be the case or kind of like Lauren, she's kind of got it on the flip side. That's going to be delayed a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I've had my reservations um, the past few weeks, but the more I start looking at the numbers and, how much of a high approval rating that Trump has within his own party. Candidates don't tend to lose re-election whenever their approval rating is so high within their own party. And his numbers have been increasing nationwide as well. Along with that, I look at all these rallies that Trump is having, and it is much more difficult to get possible voters to a rally than it is for them to go to vote. And Joe Biden has not pulled in very many people to those rallies, to those events, um, which could just have to do with COVID-19. It's harder to tell this year, especially because of that. But I believe that there's going to be a huge turnout for Trump um, today. I'm afraid that the election is not going to be over today. It's probably going to be a long, drawn-out process, like Lauren said, uh, mirroring 2000. But I'm hoping that it gets decided quickly, and I'm hoping that uh, whatever happens, that it's a peaceful transition of power, as these tapes keep saying. I don't think there needs to be any um, ruckus cause. I think that we need to just accept the results of this election. Should there not be any evidence of voter fraud taking place? There yeah. could be tantamount evidence at the end of tonight. There's no telling, but 
I think it's inevitable yeah, when it comes to that. I think it's inevitable voter fraud. I, I always hear the, the horror stories about ballots being locked up in closets. Yeah. And then you look two years later and you needed 800 votes. And there you go. David Valadeo here locally in California lost by 862 votes. He lost 5,000 mm. votes in 24 hours. Um, and they wow. said, hey, let's get these ballots in. They allowed for extra time for voting. Sure enough, he loses it. So the Valadeo campaign has had 862 on every door, every, every call. They're like, that's the mission to get those votes. All right, everybody. So I, I need everybody to give their biggest and boldest predictions. Lauren, let's go to you first. I want we oh, need to hear something bold, something crazy, maybe a state flipped. Um, we'll pull up the electoral map here and then, yeah, we'll close out the show. But bold prediction, Lauren. Uh, California's going to go red. Just kidding. I don't think California's going to go red, but that's, that was the boldest thing that came to my mind. Don't, don't quote me on that. It's not going to happen. I don't feel it. Um, I don't know. These swing states are, are, they're making me nervous. I see Florida. I saw on one poll that Florida was blue. I, to me, that doesn't seem like that would be the the outcome for me. I think Florida's going to go red. I'd be surprised if Florida went blue. All right. All right. J-Dubs, any bold predictions? Um, yeah, I think Nevada's going to go red. That's my wild card pick of the night. Yeah. For a while, I was going to lean towards uh, Minnesota. I live here in Minnesota. People here are, they just don't know how to make any decisions. They're most indecisive people on this planet. And I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, so there's predictions that a lot of people here are voting for Kanye, which is funny. Um, Nevada, is Nevada, is that the state that's... I think they're only one point away in Nevada. I think it's super yeah, close. Really okay. close in Nevada. So I think you're uh, right. And the early voting, the early voting, the early voting data supports uh, Republicans more than I think Democrats in some areas. So we'll we'll see. Um, but that's my wild that's my wild card pick. Uh, I think Trump wins it by 290, 295, I think is what I have it. So um, we'll see. We'll see. All right, Tucker. Any bold predictions? You know, keeping it at more of a local level, I have a feeling, uh, for my bold prediction, I have a feeling that Missouri is going to be far closer to being a blue state this year than it has in the past, um, just simply because I've seen so much more, uh, so much more marketing on television and campaigning for uh, left-wing policies. Like uh, Lauren was talking about earlier, the Amendment 3, $8.5 million poured into Missouri this year just to uh, strike down that legislation that came from outside of the state. I think that's an incredible amount. Along with that, Mike Parson is running. He's the incumbent, incumbent governor running against uh, Nicole Galloway. And I've seen so much more about her than I have about him. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think that Parson is going to get it. I don't know that um, N3 is going to wind up passing, but I have a feeling that we're going to be much closer to being a blue state this year than we were in 2016 or in past elections as well. Yep. And I saw, I was looking into a little bit about Missouri doing my show prep. And I was like, I was surprised to see that even in the legislature in Missouri, that there's actually term limits. Um, some of the very few states that actually do have term limits. And I think we might be seeing that coming up the the pipeline in a few years. I'm hoping, I know Congress would have to vote on it. I think the, that's a, they're like, I don't know, but like a Madison Cawthorn in North Carolina, mm-hmm. people like that, the young and up and comers. I want to vote myself out of office. And my bold prediction, I want to give that one as well is California will be more red than ever before. Um, We have had Trump rallies every single weekend that for the past like two months, we've had truck rallies. We've had, we did, there's a drag across the whole state of California from Redding all the way down to Bakersfield. And just, it's, you're like sitting in traffic, but you're like, it's good traffic. You're sitting, trying to get across town, but you're getting, you're seeing a MAGA parade go through town and you're like, 
how is this not voter enthusiasm? They had a Joe Biden uh, car parade here in Fresno. It was like they had cops like protecting them and they had to make sure they were all, and it was like probably a dozen cars maybe. And then you look at the Trump rally and it was all yeah. at the corner of town. So um, like Tucker was saying, enthusiasm, big rallies. Trump pulled, I think, what, 30,000 for like every of the last couple of rallies. He was in Michigan last night at midnight. doing. <laughs> it's uh, the work ethic is there. So we're going to pull up the map now and we're going to look. This is all based on polling data that we've seen um from 270 to win and this is no toss-ups but as we see there are some states that are brown a little toss-up states um i'm assuming you guys what do you guys think on on texas <laughs> you know i think it's gonna i know people are talking about texas going blue i think i don't know maybe this is the optimist to me but i think there's gonna be a few years before we see texas go blue i think it, it could be well on its way but I think uh, the senator that's up for re-election there, I think he'll retain his seat. I think Texas is going to stay red for a little bit. All right. Hopefully. I agree. All right. Sweet. Arizona. Oh, um, I think if I could give Biden any wild card, it would be uh, Arizona. Um, and obviously, I hope that doesn't happen. I voted. I voted red. My, you know, like the guy I was on the phone with before this, he voted. Uh, he voted red. Uh, he didn't vote in 2016. And his sister, who voted for Clinton in 2016, is voting for Trump uh, uh, this year. And so they all voted for in Arizona. So we'll see. It's going to be really interesting. Um, but yeah, that's my prediction. Sweet. Um, Nevada, I know that was uh, J-Dub's wild card. What do you guys think about Nevada? Does it stay blue or does it flip this year? I think it was J-W on that. I think it's close. I think... Republicans are more likely to actually come out and vote today than Democrats are just with everything going on. So I think, I think Nevada will go red. All right. All right. We're moving away. We're moving away. So we got Illinois, we got Pennsylvania, we got Ohio. Anybody want to get any takers on those, any of those hot shots right there? Well, Florida's going to go red and the early voting, the early voting data supports that. And then North Carolina all is goes with the trends of Florida. So Okay. All righty. We have a few more brown states. Anybody want to call any shots? Blue, red, anyway. You know, I have a very good feeling that Pennsylvania is going to wind up. I don't know if it's going to be full red this year, but I have a feeling it's going to surprise a lot of people just because of how much turmoil has been going on there, along with how much industry Donald Trump has started in the past four years that was uh, nixed during the Obama-Biden um, candidate or uh, presidency. So I have a feeling that it's going to be, it's going to be close. It's definitely going to be one of the states that we're watching all night long to figure it out because that's going to be one of the bigger points, uh, tipping points as to who's going to wind up winning the entire electoral college at the end of the day, as yeah. many votes as they get. And just as many conflicting interests seem to be happening there right now. Uh, I'm, that's probably one of the, my favorite states to watch for tonight personally. Oh, I'm, I think everybody, I think Pennsylvania, when that came across the board in 2016, it was like, there we go. That's the win for Donald Trump. And we're not having, we didn't have Hillary Clinton. I know Stan Balot is probably pretty happy about that. He didn't like, we'll have him on later in the night. Um, yeah. I'm super excited about that. Um, yeah. So that's some, that's a big one. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it goes red. I'm, I'm fairly confident. We we have some people there that have been, that have been working in that state, selling out Trump signs every weekend. Mm -hmm. The tr president has been there. And I think you guys all know, you guys have been watching the debates that Joe Biden and the fracking I yes. think that was, I yeah, love, that's I a big one. 
Trump, Trump nailed it when, in that debate when, when as soon as Joe Biden said that, Trump was like, that's a big statement. That's a big statement. And I think he's exactly right. And he just looked at the camera and he was like, hey, you states, I hope you remember that. That is a big statement. And I think, I think that was, I, I don't think Biden realized what he was saying when he got himself into that. No. What do you guys think of that first debate, by the way? I, I always like to. <laughs> what are we supposed to think of it? I mean, it was just two old guys yelling at each other. <laughs> yeah, we're all like, uh, both sides, everybody was like, I don't know if that was the best showing. Um, yeah. So that, All right. So Ohio, what are we thinking? Oh, that's an easy Trump victory. That's all right. Question. Yeah, I think he needs Ohio. Ohio, there we go. 251. We got Iowa and we got Georgia. Well, I think everyone in here would agree that Iowa, the recent polling data on Iowa shows Trump with a blowout win. I was going to say that too. And I know that there's been a lot of people heading over to Iowa to campaign lately. I know Senator, I think Ted Cruz is in there campaigning for Iowa. I think that the right has shown more effort in that state particularly. All righty. And also, and... a huge agriculture state. And Trump has been a huge ag advocate compared yeah. to Biden over the years. So. Yeah, and Des Moines, the poll that came out this morning in 2016 had President Trump winning by seven points originally, and that came out uh, just some hours ago, and it had Trump up seven points again as of in 2016. So, and that was wow. and that was one of the only odd polls out we saw, even with the approval rating. Rasmussen, I was telling J-Dubs, I'm like 52%. That has been steady above 50% for some months now. And they talk about, man, that was with all the impeachment stuff early in the year and then COVID-19 and everything. Oh, man. Um, I think we are at our 273 mark. Um, anything else you guys feel like we should switch over? I know we're just kind of throwing some, some predictions <laughs> out. We just flipped a lot of stuff red. Um, we do yeah. have Illinois. We have some different, different blue states. But I'm going to – I know we're talking about uh, – we're going to have somebody on later that's been making a prediction that it might be a 269 a split vote <laughs> um, i've heard that theory going around that would be yeah it's typical 2020, 2020. yeah okay. <laughs> i don't know if that would be possible i think that trump will uh trump won't win uh, uh main two i think main district two and then i don't think he's going to win uh, uh omaha two either so we'll see um i think he loses those uh Maine seems to have a really high Democrat turnout this year, especially. So we'll see. Um, it, it's it's going to be interesting. But I don't know if we go to a 269. I think I'm kind of leaning towards Tucker. I think we're going to see a victory tonight by either candidate. It's it's a landslide either way, I think. Uh, but there are chances that uh, it comes down to the wire. And you can't leave that, uh, that prediction out by any means. It's 2020. So. All right. Well, everybody – um, we're going to be closing up here. I know this is kind of the first morning segment. Um, I'm going to give everybody at least 60 seconds to go around. It can literally be any statement. It could be promo. It could be your social media. It could literally be anything. It could be a fun fact about you, whatever you guys want to do. Um, yeah, Tucker, let's start with you. Um, all right, I guess. Uh, well, fun fact, I'm an agriculture communications major, so probably not someone that most people would expect to be talking about politics, but I just had to say one thing, you know, it doesn't matter what you're interested in. Um, politics affect everybody. It may not affect your entire life, but it's definitely going to have an effect on you. So you need to be watchful. You need to be paying attention. You need to be uh, knowledgeable about the current issues of today, because if you're not, then they're going to wind up taking advantage of you. So it's better to be on top of it so that you can have the final say in terms of getting to vote, being an activist in something or anything else. 
All right, love it. Lauren? Yeah, this, again, this is an important election, but your life doesn't depend on it. So just remember that no matter what happens tonight, whatever happens in the next few months, Lord willing, you're going to be okay. I think we all just kind of need to, to remember that. Um, other than that, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, r.laurenm. I spell my name L-O-R-E-N, and then with an M at the end. So, yeah, sometimes I write stuff and go on political rants, so if you're interested. <laughs> all right. Love it. Love it. I know we'll have to have you guys back on. And then J-Dubs to close out. He'll be with me all day, so. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I mean, I kind of established myself on Twitter, you know, it's, it's like my own political blog. So if anyone's interested in that, it's J-D-U-B-B-S blog, J-Dubs blog is what it is on Twitter. Um, Instagram is usually kind of like my private life, so I don't really, I don't want to face dox myself too much. But um, yeah, I think Twitter is about it for me. You know, um, I like to have fun and talk politics is basically what I do for free. So. All right. Well, everybody, thank you guys for coming on. I, I look forward to seeing what we have tonight and then make sure to follow up with me. If you guys want to come on later in the night, I know this is early in the day. We still are like, everybody's still getting out to the polls. Um, I still need to go and vote. Um, so this is uh, one of those things where the biggest election since 1860, but thanks for everybody for coming on. And this has been Matt in the morning. Thank you guys so much. Thank thanks you. for having me.